Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking financial blind spots that women need to know about. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Millennial Money Podcast is brought to you today by Freshly. Freshly's chefs make dinner a reality. Freshly delivers fully cooked, prepared meals straight to your door. You get to skip the shopping, the chopping, and all of that cleanup. All you have to do is heat them up and your meal is literally ready to eat in only three minutes. And the best part, Freshly's fresh, all-natural meals cost 25% less per meal than the average cost of takeout. And you'll never be stuck sitting around waiting for the food to arrive. Right now, Freshly is running a special offer for Millennial Money listeners. Get six dinners cooked by their chefs for $20 off. To try Freshly out, go to Freshly.com and enter code MILLENNIAL to get $20 off your first week. That's six meals for just $39 plus free shipping. 
Remember, the offer is only valid for a limited time, so go to Freshly.com and enter code MILLENNIAL for $20 off and free shipping. So ladies, this podcast episode is definitely for you, but for all my guy listeners, if you have a sister, a niece, a cousin, a wife, a girlfriend, a girl who's a friend, you know, anybody in your life who is a female, I think it would be great for you to listen to this podcast as well because there really are financial blind spots when it comes to women and their money. And this is a subject that you don't hear a lot about. Not a lot of people talk about it. And I think it's because it almost feels anti-female to really just say, yeah, there are some blind spots that exist. I think especially with what's going on in the U.S. right now, um, you know, where women are really having a voice and vocalizing a lot of things that they've held down for for many years. The the talk in the country about women earning less is is at an all time high. You know, this is this is really a place where. Uh, women and those men who champion women are are trying to show that we're really not much different from men. But there are some places where, you know, being a female inherently means that um, we look at things a little bit differently, that we think about things a little bit differently, that we process things a little bit differently. And I think it's also okay to have that message as well, you know, while we're trying to move the needle on so many different things, I think it's also okay to point out that, you know, there are some blind spots to, you know, for lack of a better word here, that actually exists that we really have to be aware of because women are at a risk of falling behind when it comes to personal finance and and especially investing. And we have to be even more diligent at it, you know, to make up for those blind spots. So the women's medium weekly earnings were 82% of men's in 2016, according to U.S. Bureau and Labor Statistics, which looked at just full-time wage and salary employees, right? So we get it. You know, if you're a woman, you're listening to this podcast, you know, (laughs) you probably earn less than your male counterparts. I know particularly in my industry, um, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I could tell you story after story after story, you know, the first few years that I was uh, you know, a certified financial planner or working in the finance industry, I would go into meetings, I would go into events, um, all sorts of things where I was the only female. And it's not to say that I was treated necessarily different, but I definitely felt different in those spaces. You know, I definitely felt like, wow, everybody knows I am the only female in here and I'm a lot younger than everybody else. So I think there really are those places where, we still feel like we stick out, and again, it's it. It doesn't have to be a place where men are feel making us feel um, like we're not equal, but it just it just it's it's like the essence of it. It just exists, you know. Um, in addition to this this income gap that women face, women take time out from our careers. You know, we take care of parents, we take care of children, we take care of spouses. And we are almost twice as likely to work part-time compared to men. Twice as likely. So we already have this um, 
this abnormal, you know, working environment set up for us. You know, we may stop working for months when we get pregnant or when we have a child or when we adopt a child. You know, we might get a parent who gets ill and we have to stop stop working for, you know, a year or a couple years to take care of that parent. You know, we're just naturally the caretakers. And we also tend to live longer than men. And in the U.S., women are expected to live 6.7 years longer than men. That's a big one. Think about it. If you spend all your money that you've saved during your working years caring for your husband or your significant other in later years, it's really possible that you could be left without much money for you. And if you're living longer, you need more money. So... It's this really interesting phenomenon where, you know, because women start and stop their career and we're maybe not as risky with investing, but we're living longer. And so we have to, oh my gosh, we have to make up for it so much. And I think that, you know, when we talk about these blind spots, it's really important to just understand the dynamic too and why these blind spots exist. I found this really fascinating. So a 2016 report from the National Institute on Retirement Security found that women are 80% more likely than men to be poverty-stricken in retirement. Did you hear that? 80% more likely to be poverty-stricken. I don't want that, and I don't want that for you either, right? So let's dive into some of these uh, blind spots. So we inherently know that women aren't necessarily, on a whole, as risky as men. We tend to be more risk adverse, especially when it comes to investing. And I'm, I'm not really sure why that is. You know, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, but it, it, it feels like something that is sewn into our DNA. And I have to think that it's probably because we are the caretakers. And so we feel, um, a sense of responsibility for people around us, whether that actually exists or not is beyond the question. I think we just inherently feel, uh, you know, this isn't everybody, of course, but I think the majority of women, if I asked you, you would probably say, yeah, I, you know, I feel like I'm responsible for whoever it is in your life, where it's a parent or a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend or friend or cousin or grandparent, you know, whoever that is in your life. And so I, I think that that kind of tugs us backwards and make us feel like, okay, well, if I risk this money by investing it and I lose this money, then potentially I lose the opportunity to take care of this person or even to take care of yourself, right? And I think certainly with millennials, risk in particular is a hot button issue. I know a lot of people I talk to in their early 20s would rather hang on to 100 bucks in their checking account not earning any interest than risk turning that $100 into 150 or $200 or even more. So the fear of losing that original $100 just feels too steep. And this isn't necessarily a, a female male thing, but I think for females it's even that feeling is even more intense, that feel fear of of losing money. And you know, if we're gonna talk about investing, right, or or any type of wealth building that we're gonna do in our life, there really is a risk versus return component. 
And, you know, we don't have to be crazy. We don't have to invest in Bitcoin um, or whatever you feel is like really risky, but you do need to take a little risk. And how do you do this? Well, it really depends on your risk tolerance. There are all sorts of quizzes out there that you can take to figure out how risky you're okay with being in investing. You could read up on how to invest, how to grow your wealth. You know, maybe you counter risk with one retirement account being riskier than another retirement account. Maybe you have a 401k at work, and then you set up a separate IRA and or a Roth, and maybe in the 401k you're riskier, and in the Roth you're not as risky, or vice versa, whatever it may be, whatever feels comfortable for you. But the point is that your money needs to grow, and it usually needs to grow for a period of time, and risk is just a part of that equation. And so risk, if risk is a financial blind spot for you, a place where you're absolutely not comfortable, it's understanding that, you know, if you're living longer, if you're starting and stopping your career, if you're taking care of people, having your money sit in just a checking account isn't going to get you there. <laughs> it's not going anywhere, right? It's like, you know, we get to run a marathon and, you know, they blow the whistle to to start running and we just like sit down on the sideline like... <laughs> well, I'm just, I just don't want to run today, which is probably how I would feel in a marathon. I don't really think I would be a good marathon runner. It's just not, it's just not my thing. I, I, I give a huge like kudos to those of you listening who have run marathons, who have actually committed to training to run 26.2 miles. That That's just like, to me, blows my mind. It's, it's an unbelievable feat, but I digress. <laughs> so we have to have some sort of risk in order to get some sort of return that's bigger than zero. But we don't have to be the risky ass, but we have to understand that risk needs to be part of the equation because if we're going to live longer, if we're going to start and stop, we need to make up for those, those situations in life that come up. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless. 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. I'm going to be real with you. 
Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. 
Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. And the second blind spot is, it's a tricky one. And it's really about empowering yourself to own your finances, especially for married women. You know, know what accounts exist, how much debt you owe, what is your debt payoff plan, how is your money invested, is it growing, why or why not, what bank accounts is your money in, what savings accounts is your money in? Where is your money, especially for married women who tend to, you know, usually, again, I'm, I'm using air quotes here, you cannot see them, but I am using them. Usually, the, the man is the one who handles the money in a marriage, usually. Now, I'm super excited that there are a ton of women out there that are taking the reins and saying, no, I'm going to be the CEO of our finances. I'm comfortable with this. I know how to do this. But we're going to go back to blind spot number one. If, if you know, the women in the marriage or in the relationship are the CEO of the finances, we also got to understand how do we feel about risk and is that a blind spot for us or is it not, right? Regardless, married, not married, whatever, whatever situation you're in, you have to be in charge of your future. And sometimes that means rolling up your sleeves digging in the dirt, right? You have to have a clear grasp of where your money is and what its purpose is. What is your money trying to do for you? Where is it trying to get you, you know? If you're not having regular money meetups with your finances, start now. If you haven't checked your credit score this year, I can't think of a better time than now. If you hate budgeting and you don't know how to begin, start somewhere. Start understanding where your money is going, If you don't know what mutual funds are or or, or what to invest in, start learning now. There's so many places where you can go to find out this information. There has never been a time like now where you can research literally everything, almost to a nauseating degree. You can almost find out like too much information, so much so that it could could really um, (laughs) confuse you, you know, and, and leave you just 
totally frustrated. And so you're like, I'm not going to deal with it anyway. But the point is like, don't wait till next year or next week. You've got to own your own finances. You know, don't pay more in fees than you should. Start building the vision of what you want your life to look like now and own your finances. Nobody else is going to do this for you. Nobody else knows your situation. Nobody else is in your shoes day in and day out. You can go talk to a million different experts. You can read a million different books. You can listen to this podcast and a million other podcasts out there. Uh, you could take a million personal finance courses, but at the end of the day, at the bottom line, it comes down to how are you going to own your own situation? What changes are you going to commit to making, right? Uh, what are you going to do to get yourself ahead? So I won't beat that over the head anymore. I'm sure you understand the point. Uh, I just really want you to feel empowered that that you can do this. Whatever is your blind spot, when it comes to managing your money day in and day out, especially for women, is really important to acknowledge and then also to come up with a strategy and an action plan around it. I know I've shared this on the podcast before, but certainly one of my financial blind spots when I was married before was wanting to live in this oblivion where I did not know what was going on in my bank account. And it really was my fault. I think I got lazy and then I got frustrated and then I got stressed out about it. And then I didn't really know what to do about it because the patterns had been set in motion. And, you know, after you stick with a pattern for years and years, it's really hard for you to change that particular pattern. And I don't, I just didn't want to deal with it. And so, you know, I would go through this song and dance where I would deposit money in my bank account. I always knew there was money in there. So it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't able to pay the bills. I just, I didn't want to look at anything. And so I'm sure there were a ton of missed opportunities that I let slip by. I'm sure that there were better ways to be tackling student loan debt and, you know, building wealth and, you know, all all of those things that I give advice about on this podcast, I definitely could have taken a dose of my own medicine, but it was just, it was a self-induced blind spot. And the problem is is that it, it led me to have a blind spot then in a lot of different areas. I didn't know the login and passwords to, um, you know, bank accounts, to credit cards. I just totally let somebody else handle that situation. And then, you know, when I went through a divorce, it was not easy because I had to figure all of that out. So it was really like ripping the giant bandaid off in one fell swoop. And I had no choice but to figure it all out. Now, luckily, like I wasn't in complete oblivion. So I I did really have a grasp over where my money was. I just had to recreate a lot of things. I had to recreate passwords. I had to... Uh, figure out due dates again and you know a lot of like unpleasant things but I was like all right well I have like basically closed my eyes to this for many years and now I just got to be a big girl (laughs) and I just got to deal with it so your your blind spots might not be that dramatic but likely there there's something and again the reason why it matters is just because Our careers, our life normally looks different than our male counterparts. And we are earning less. We are living more. We are starting and stopping. We are 
inherently less risk adverse. And so all of that leads to these potential landmines in our finances that we have to be really super careful of. And the last thing is, you know, to to not be afraid to be confident. Um, There's this great quote by Dale Carnegie, and it says, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, don't sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. I love that quote because it really is what I have found to be super true about dealing with your finances and really dealing about anything in life. You know, in in that place where I just closed my eyes and, and all of these financial blind spots existed, there was a lot more doubt and fear than when I just took it on and started tackling it and started coming up with a strategy plan. And women tend to lack confidence when it comes to wealth building, in particular investing. I know it always comes back to investing, but it, it really is a place where it's a big blind spot for a lot of women, you know, figuring out what to invest in. Uh, if you cannot figure it out, you know, find some people who are good at it, pick their brains, start an investment club with some friends, do whatever you need to do to peel those layers of doubt and fear away. And there's so many great apps to ha- help you with that right now. You know, we have Stockpile, which is fractional investing, Goldbean, we've had on the podcast several times. A bloom for your 401k. We've got Acorns. We just had a podcast with Jennifer from Acorns. So you don't have to take on the most amount of risk. You can take on whatever risk you feel comfortable with, but it has to be more risk, again, than sitting in your bank account. And even in your savings account, we can argue. You know, you can also take a risk on uh, negotiating for a raise at work. My, my friend and fellow podcast listener, she's basically been with us since the beginning, Jacqueline Twilly. She has a ton of great advice on negotiating for what you're worth. And ladies, this is so important because if you can make an extra 5,000, 10,000, whatever, thousand bucks, whatever it is, you know, at your, at your career, at your job, that is the potential to turn that money into a huge wealth building opportunity. And if you're in the paying off debt phase, which FYI, most of us are, and you'll probably be on an off throughout your life. I get a lot of uh, questions from listeners. We're like, man, we paid off all of our debt and now we have debt again. And, you know, I mean, I, I, that's just what I've seen, what I've seen. And, uh, it's pretty much the way I think it works for most people. It's really hard to be debt-free for your whole entire life. And sometimes debt is not a bad thing if you're leveraging money the right way. But, If you're in that debt paying off phase, it doesn't mean you have to stop taking on risk. It's really a balancing act between building and then chopping down at the same time. But this is this is just the first step, right? Is just being aware of where your financial blind spots exist. Uh, You could totally overcome those, but you gotta understand just the different um aspects that come with being a female and looking at our financial situation, looking at our life, looking at the different things that impact our finances over life. And once you at least have an awareness, then you can start figuring out how you actually tackle those blind spots that exist in your own life. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, please do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. We really appreciate it. 
and it helps grow our podcast. 